Hello, everybody, and welcome to Crying in My Bar. We're here live at Barrel 239. Make some noise out there in the audience so they can hear you and they know that you're live here at home. All right. We're, uh, we're super excited to be here. Uh, Crying in My Bar is a sister podcast to uh, Crying in My Car. It's a podcast that is produced by, well, myself, for Devin Siebold, my it's co-host. It's a Devin podcast Siebold. for teachers, a podcast and uh, for teachers. oddly enough, bar and teaching go hand in hand. So it's a good little combination. Yes. So I am your host, Mike Lee. Hello, everybody. Look at and that. We have people here to clap, Mike. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and well, you literally have a clap, your, clap I like button. Having, I like having extra claps. Of and, course. Uh, and my co-host, Devin Seabold, everybody. Thank you. I like giving you the woohoo on this We also podcast. have a clown here as my co-host, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why you have that button either. <laughs> so uh, we like to start everything off with uh, a drink that we're drinking. And tonight, uh, Devin, tell them what it is. Uh, this is Hawker, Hawk Statler's Slow and Low. A rock and rye, uh, 84 proof, extra dry. Um, it is a straight rye whiskey with honey, navel orange, rock candy, and bitters. Oh wow! That oh, is, yeah. uh, they, lo- they love it out there. They yeah, love it. Yeah, barrel two three nine suggested this. You're a big fan of the old fashioned, and and she said it's it's like old fashioned in a bottle. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, it tastes a lot like the old fashioned. I think uh, it tastes almost exactly like the old fashioned that you made me at your house the other day. Yeah, it's actually not bad. I mean, if you just want a old minus fashioned- the roofie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you got to take advantage whenever you can. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> cool little rock candy here to stir it with. Uh, nice and sweet. I like it. Devin um, is a hard person to pin down, by the way, in a relationship. That's why I needed those roofies. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, it also says, by the way, speaking of roofies, it is uh, served straight up in pharmacies and saloons since the 1800s. Wow. Interesting to know that this was a pharmaceutical beverage. Oh, yeah. Well, see, back in the day, <laughs> that's what bitters was. Bitters was something you took every day, almost like a multivitamin. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, and it's it was... still something you take as a multivitamin, well, along with uh, vodka and yeah. Crown and <laughs> but rum. it's actually it's actually quite delicious, and I am surprised because usually whenever you get a cocktail in a bottle or a uh, you know a pre mixed cocktail in a can, they're not v- the same. You know what I right. mean? They taste like there's too much sugar or there's too much lime juice. You know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But this one actually came out really really good. It's and, a nice mix, and, and I quite enjoy it. I Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now, last week we had the uh, the water salted watermelon. Uh, what was it? Salted Tennessee whiskey was it? Yeah, salted it was, watermelon. It, what do you Tennessee think? Whiskey. This one or the salted watermelon? You're gonna go with? I gotta be honest. I'm not a fruit person. The the watermelon was delicious. Uh huh. But this to me is more of my speed. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I like the bitter taste. You know what I mean? I like right. IPAs. I like uh, mm-hmm. whiskey and water. I like old fashions. Uh, so this for me personally is is better. Okay. But. That salted watermelon, I would was say, delicious. Is, oh my god, <laughs> highly so recommended. Highly, if yeah. you're out in the crowd, have any of you guys out there? Uh, have any of you guys tried the salted watermelon Tennessee whiskey they have behind the bar? It oh. is uh, outstanding. Yes, by absolutely the way. outstanding. You've got to give it a try. It is 100 percent worth it. Um, if I had the power, I would totally, or the money, I would totally buy everybody a shot because it's absolutely worth it. Right. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Speaking of, I like to start things off with some kind of a story that uh, involves alcohol, and this one uh, involves wine. How many wine drinkers do we have in the crowd tonight? Make some noise if you're a wine drinker. You fall off your stool if you're a wine drinker, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let us know you're out there. I was, uh, I was into wine for a while. I really was. I thought it was great until I uh, got really drunk on it and had a hangover the next day. And it's the worst. It's the worst hangover ever. Yeah. That's why just, I had... The, the headache just sticks. It's like you... 
took the bottle and beat yourself with it after you drank it. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. It is the worst hangover ever. But uh, for all of you wine lovers out there, how many of you guys like to have cheese with your wine? You never heard that term, right? Yeah, cheese with the wine. Pretty common, right? Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, you can buy Cheez-Its and wine together. Cheez-Its and wine. That is a thing. Yes, that is a thing. Uh, the makers of a Cheez- new low for Save a Lot. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> the makers of Cheez-Its just partnered with a box wine company, and you can now buy a single box where one side's filled with the wine and the other side is filled with Cheez-Its. And the and it has uh, taped to the back of it your inflatable girlfriend because <laughs> nobody's going to come over and have Cheez-Its and wine with you. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So uh, this, all you have to do, to be clear, this is not a Cheez-It flavored wine. Although it can be with enough weed. Yeah. <laughs> it, it absolutely can be Cheez-It flavored wine. It is just, it's supposed to be a more convenient way to consume Cheez-Its and wine together. I did not know that this was a thing. I thought you were supposed to have cheese, like real cheese and wine. That was the thing, right? Yeah. That uh, is the thing. Yeah, that for is the thing. people that live in actual homes. Right. right. <laughs> but apparently this is, uh, this is the new thing with millennials. They think that Cheez-Its go better. Well, they think Cheez-Its go better with wine. That's because they can't afford cheese. <laughs> I guess I mean, so. It's, it's, they're like, no, this is better. Trust me, dude. Yeah. The wine. Hey, why don't you just buy a block of cheddar? No, bro. Come t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this dude, is better. Dude, Cheez-Its and the Bob. <laughs> Cheez-Its and a red. Oh, my God. A good red and some Cheez-Its is my jam. Uh, this wine is from a budget brand called Original House Wine. It's uh, it's really? not the, it's not the best. It's not the best supposedly. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's not going to be like one this of your shocking. finer wines I, I, from France. I thought it was a Robert Mondavi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Original House Wine. It's not the best, obviously, uh, but you know it's Cheez-Its. So what can you do? Uh, the wine side of the box holds actually holds four bottles, about twenty glasses. I mean, that's a lot of wine. I anticipate you having a lot more friends yeah. at this point. <laughs> if you invite anybody over for Cheez-Its and wine, I don't think that a lot of people are going to partake. No. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, one box costs $25. Uh, they're only selling them for a limited, limited time. So right now, uh, if you want to order any, you've got to go to the original House Wine website. All right? So let's, uh, let's do this. Let's cry over my wallet for a little bit. This is one of my favorite things to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't know about you, Devin, but I have student loans. Do you have student loans? Yes, I do. You do have student Absolutely. loans. Absolutely. I was born. I have student loans. <laughs> Everybody uh, has student loans. Student loans is like a really big deal here in America right now. There are millions, millions of dollars, millions of dollars in student loans out millions? there. Millions? Oh, man. Poor. There are billions. Billions. Try again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, are, millions I mean, is like just UF. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. it is It is. Uh, it is billions. You're right. It is with a B. It's a billions of the dollars. It might even be in the trillions, to be honest with you. Well, there, there. Are, uh, there are some rich parents up in uh, Illinois who have figured out a way to get around that. We think this is just Illinois, by the way. Uh, this is what this article says. <laughs> just happening in Illinois. Rich parents are actually transferring custody of teens to their friends in order to get financial aid. That's crazy. Can you believe that? They're actually giving their kids away, transferring the custody of their children legally to their lower-income friends. I mean, how much financial aid are we talking? Okay, so uh, this is dozens of rich parents in Illinois. They figured this thing out. They're transferring the custody of their kids. Uh, After one Chicago-area woman transferred guardianship of her teen daughter to a business associate, 
the girl just had to claim $4,200 in income, right? So yeah. she only had to claim like her, her summer, summer job. job. Yeah, her summer job. Mm-hmm. As a result, she gets $47,000 of her $65,000 annual tuition covered at because an elite she's West broke Coast now. college. Yeah. And she has no parents to help it fall exactly. back Exactly. And the fact that she has no parents to help out, they have let her qualify yeah. for, uh, for, for student That's aid. That's genius. It's genius, yeah. isn't it? My kids are three and four, and I'm letting you know right now. Is there interest? I mean, can I start it now? And I don't know. See if it piles up. But I got to tell you, with with all of the uh, with all of the student loans out there, and all of the facts that you know, the I I'm forty. I'm forty years old. Right, and your and parents still have conservatorship over you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to God that they ever make a payment for me because we did one of those parent cosign ones. Yeah, I did I'm like, too. come on, mom and dad. I, every mo- every month, my mom's like, can you pay it? I'm like, you know, it's just a tough one for me. It's, a it's tough, just a tough it's one a for tough me. Week. I don't. Know I don't know if, if your can. credit wants to dip. You know, but uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. So that's what I that's what I uh, am trying to uh, that's what I'm trying to get across. I can't get my parents to pay anything, but these guys actually gave their kids away. Now, all of this is actually... You're not really legitimately giving your kids away. You're just going to court and saying, oh, yeah, she wants to be independent. I mean, but legally, Uh, in the eyes of the law... Do they have to live with the other person? I don't know. I don't know how it works. But imagine... this one says um, she gave the girl... They gave gave custody. To a a business associate. Yeah. Somebody who makes less money than she How How awkward (laughs) is that conversation? Hey, bro. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, bro. I know you've been working at Waffle House for a while. I'm trying to get my kid through college, man. (laughs) You think you could could, uh, could help out with my child for a bit by just, like, having her? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, it might not, they might not have to move in and, like, live with them. But they definitely have to, uh, uh, you know, take ownership of them. Essentially, I mean, I would think like, you'd have to live with them. I would think there'd have so. to be something legal, like something that you, you but, do to seal the deal. But like, if let's say, uh, uh, I don't know, if the kid, if the kid uh, got into an accident and they need to call the first guardian, they're calling this other person now instead of you as a parent. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's totally crazy. But apparently, this practice is totally legal, and uh, and they're getting away with it up there. So, if you're looking to save some money on your kid's college tuition, just, just give them to your just poor get friends. rid of them. Yeah, get rid of them. Just give them to your poor friend. <laughs> Remember how you always yelled at me when you were 14 about how I never let you sleep at Susie's house? Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? Now you get to you sleep there. You can pack your bags all the time. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's cry over. Uh, let's cry over our women. Uh, so this is where uh, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna cry about my own personal or just complain about women. You do that enough at home. Exactly. But I do talk about relationships and things that are going on and trending in relationships today. Uh, right now, the big question going around online is: Is living apart the key to staying together? You, yes. Th- is there anybody out there who does not live with their spouse or their uh, significant other? Is there anybody? Other than no. you? Other than me, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, no, so this is a big thing, apparently. Uh, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that many older couples are consider living apart the key to staying together. Uh, this study conducted by Frank, <laughs> because Cheryl's kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. I, I feel like though this is actually a good idea because uh, a lot of couples that I know, like especially older couples, they will they will sleep in separate bedrooms. You know what I mean? 
So you can almost see, like, you can almost see, like, you know what? Why do the bedroom thing? Why don't you just That's go get your own place? the key to staying together longer yeah. is sleeping in a separate bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Why oh, not? Oh, Mike. Sleep in the separate bedroom, By man. the way, when was that divorce of yours finalized? Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sharon Hyman and David Dimitri just celebrated their 20... 20th anniversary as a couple, despite never, never living, living together. together. Never, not Genius. once. Yeah. Uh, he's an introvert and an uh, early riser. She's an extrovert and a night owl. He says, uh, I don't think it would work as well if we actually lived together. A sociologist is calling this trend a new frontier in partnered relationships. I just want to reiterate that her name was Sharon Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a pop sound effect. That right? would be amazing. Yeah, I don't have that, though. Uh, how about this one? Speaking of uh, couples who sleep in separate beds, what about couples that sleep together in the same bed? But when you do, th- I mean, you, you're in a relationship right now. Right. So uh, when you sleep together, I know you guys don't live together yet. Right. But when you do stay the night, let's say, do you have a designated side of the bed? Um, like oh, she, we follow Jesus. Oh, we oh you and, follow uh, Jesus. No, okay, I'm just playing. Yeah, yeah. Said, no, so it, like a line of pillows between it, you. It, it's yeah. a designated side. It is. Yeah. It's it's the side closest to the Lord. You don't do the cut the hole out in the sheet thing or anything like that. No, right? no, no, okay, no, no. Gotcha. No, but uh, we do have a designated side. Uh, absolutely designated side, and it's not near the door. I've heard the thing like, oh, the guy should sleep near the door in case there's an intruder. Oh, that's. I dumb. don't think that's correct. I think that I need a shield so that I can properly take him down. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have my Excalibur sword. That's the whole reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's a Twitter thread going around. It's going viral right now. And uh, the Washington Post reporter uh, revealed that a couple that he's friends with, they don't sleep on the same sides of the bed every night. I can't do that. That's, yeah. I got to have routines. So when I was married, uh, definitely I had my side, she had her side, and yeah. we knew that. And we had our own nightstands. She had all of her stuff on her nightstand. I had all of my stuff on my nightstand. And that's the way it was every single night. Can I, can I tell you what I did do, though? What did you do? So I'm a big guy. I'm 6'6". Six, six. I'm a big guy. And uh, and I would sleep on the same side of the bed every night. And yeah. I noticed one time when I like rolled over to her side that her side didn't have a big indent from a giant sleeping <laughs> in it. And so I didn't like make her go to the other side. I yeah. just literally spun the mattress around. <laughs> Good job. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. I was like, do. you can have the grand canyon. Yeah, you, yeah, you just over here on the plateau. Well, whenever you sit on that side, now that side rises up. Yeah, see? you yeah, would think. There you go. Uh, but anyway, this couple is actually every single night when they go to bed, they don't know who's going to sleep on which side. So sometimes he'll be on the left, she'll be on the right, and sometimes vice versa. That should not be. That's that's just... not okay, is it? No. So the internet is going crazy, of course. They're confused, they're freaked out, and they don't get it. They don't understand why anybody would want to not sleep on the right side, their side of the bed every single night. Yeah. And I feel like that's... That's I'm a creature common. of habit. Yeah, that's pretty common. I think everybody has their here's, own. Here's an interesting question for you. If she's not in the bed with you that night, yeah. there's nobody else in the bed, do you still find yourself confined to your corner oh, of the absolutely. bed? absolutely. Ever since, I have only been divorced for, my divorce became uh, uh, finalized uh, June 5th, I want to say it was. Yeah, so it's just, st- just a couple of months. And I still sleep on my side of the bed. And like, that's my a, side. Yeah, but that's just because you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> you just no, like one day she'll I'm, come through the I'm, door and I'm it'll actually, be ready for her. I'm a very happy individual. <laughs> uh, I just, I just can't, I just can't do it, man. That's my side. That is where I'm at. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, it's time to cry over the general state of the world. Uh, that is the next part of the podcast. <sighs> and this part actually requires some audience participation. And awesome. in order, in order to con- uh, to convince you guys to 
come up and participate. Uh, we have prizes to give away. Yeah, we yeah, have we some have, prizes. We have a volunteer already. In yeah, the, in the give audience. her a big round of applause, everybody. Yeah, you can come up to the mic, by the way. Come up to the mic. Yeah, and, and just tell us your name. Just speak in the mic. Tell yeah, us your name. Yeah, speak right into the mic there. Hi, my Hi. name is Randy. Hi, Randy. Randy? That's an unusual name. Yeah. Uh, and you knew we were going to say that, didn't you? Do you ever get <laughs> sure. that? I'm sure every single yeah. day of your life. Do yeah. us a favor talk right into that thing. That way we can make sure that Got we're it. picking you up. Um, so, Randy, where are you from? Um, I'm from Indiana. Indiana, Ooh. really? What yeah. brought you down here? Um, family. Family, yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. That's right the on. only reason to come to Winter Haven. It's yeah, true. it's so true. <laughs> You're like, who died? Yeah, what do you I'll do for a there. living? I'm a chemist. A chemist? Holy Ooh. moly! Do you have a secret meth lab somewhere? Um, I don't. But yep. if I did, then I probably wouldn't be here. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. You don't. You don't have a secret partner <laughs> named Jesse. She'd be or crying anything. in the no. police car. Yeah, <laughs> crying in the police car. All right. So we're gonna play a little game called Florida or not Florida. All right. Come on, <laughs> work for me. Since you're from Indiana. I think that it's uh, it's yeah. only valid that we, you know, do you guys uh, just question? I mean, you're from you're from Indiana, right? You said, yeah. and, and so let's say a stupid news article comes across your uh, your computer. Uh, do you look at it and go Florida? Like, do, do they yeah. laugh about us oh, everywhere? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Florida man is a thing. Don't exactly. get me wrong, though. I've been here for like seven years. <laughs> oh, oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. Well, yeah. well, let's play the game. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Down in Florida. Welcome you to the Sunshine State. All right, Randy, I'm going to give you three separate headlines. And uh, all you have to do is tell me if you think that this story took place in Florida or not in Florida. All right? Okay. It's just a chance for a Florida man to redeem himself a little bit. Uh, because crazy things do happen everywhere. Not just here in Florida. But we just hear about them a lot more. So here's your first one. Thief steals FedEx package containing nine spiders from woman's porch. Do you think that happened here in Florida or not in Florida? Not in Florida. Not in Florida is right. right. Way to go. All right, Woo! man. Way to go. Way yeah, to go. Even though I had my pa- I had a package stolen like three days ago. Did you way. really? Yeah. It did not uh, contain spiders. <laughs> Can you imagine this? A thief swiped a package off of a uh, woman's porch in South Carolina last week, and it con- contained nine tarantulas. Tarantulas. Yeah, can you imagine going, hey, man, get home, you get the box, and I you're know, like, you're like, like what I, I got. bet it's sneakers. Gonna, I bet it's going to be something great. Oh, my God. Like, you gather the family <laughs> around. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you can order tarantulas on Amazon. You can literally get anything. Did you know that? Uh, I right. didn't either. All you have to do is get one more right, and you win the prize. Okay? Uh, yeah, or your best two out of three is all we need. All right, here's your second one. Police search for a man who removed his Captain America gear and masturbated in front of a security guard. Is that a thing that happened here in Florida or not in Florida? Sounds like Florida. It's totally Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Wow. Wow. You're like a Look, genius. Look, it was at hot. This. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Devin, told you, what I don't have to defend myself. <laughs> a man wearing Captain America gear disrobed and masturbated in front of a female security guard in Pembroke Pines, Florida on Monday. Yeah. Uh, after finishing, he casually strolled away in his clothes, bundled up in his hands, and remains at large. They still haven't caught him. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on the lookout for an old man <laughs> yeah. now. Remains at large, <laughs> by the way. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's All right. Uh, let's do one more just for fun. Uh, you've already won the prize, though. You're good to go. But here's your last one. Walmart searches for woman who urinated on produce. 
Florida or not Florida? Oh, that's definitely Florida. It is not Florida. It is you got not. the first two right. You got the first two right, I mean, though. it probably is Florida. It's just we didn't catch her. <laughs> we just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this actually happened in West Miffin, Pennsylvania. Uh, Walmart uh, and local authorities are seeking this woman who, uh, outrageous behavior, went and peed on some potatoes. The PP potatoes. I've never... That's like the worst dish ever. You don't no. want the PP potatoes. <laughs> I think in the... In the I think in the French they call in France they call it the wee wee wafers. Uh, oh my gosh! You see wee wee? Anyone? No. I don't know why it keeps doing that to me. Uh, all right. Well, that's congratulations. We have Randy. a prize pack. Yeah, for we you, have by a prize pack for you. You got a ten dollar gift card. You got a t shirt, and you got a shot glass that's coming to you. Everybody, give Randy a big round of applause, please, for playing along with us. Good job. We really appreciate it. We'll give you the shot glass and t-shirt after this. Yeah, we'll get you after as soon as we get done with this. All right, guys. One last thing before we get out of here. We've talked about all the crazy and wacky stuff that's going on in the world, and especially here in Florida. Uh, So now we like to end things on a good news story. I don't know if you heard about this, uh, but Payless Shoe Stores, you know Payless Shoes? Mm -hmm. uh, They've been closing down like crazy after they filed bankruptcy. Well, good. Yeah, I know. I hate that My grandmother used to take me there. Oh, man. And she'd be like, I'm going to take you to get shoes. And I'd be like, awesome. And then she'd take me to pay less we'd pull in and i'd be like great just <laughs> taking me to worst. get an ass whooping at <laughs> <Yeah>. school <laughs> <laughs> the absolute worst shoes ever but uh, a woman in northwest arkansas her name was carrie jernigan all right jernigan there. jernigan i'm sorry uh she recently took her kids to the mall to get new shoes Payless was having a liquidation sale right right so right. she was like how much for all of the shoes uh, there were about 300 pairs, and she won't tell anybody how much she paid for them. $17. Yes, yeah, $17 <laughs> for 300 pairs. But she was like, how much for all the shoes? Well, by the time that she got home, got a truck, and was able to get back, ready to get the 300 pairs of shoes, another shipment had shown up with about 1,100-some-odd shoes in it. Of course they did. They're like, yeah, hey, we got somebody yeah, to bottle yeah, shoes. Yeah, we got we to gotta get more over here. Hurry, I love how up. liquidation sales suddenly have extra inventory <laughs> yeah. that comes out of nowhere. Exactly. So it ended up being about 1,500 pairs of shoes. She still won't tell us anybody. She won't say how much she paid for them. But the total value of the shoes before her discount would have been about $21,000. Okay? So uh, around 400 pairs of those were for adults. And, and she donated she, them. She donated all of those. The other 1,100 pairs were for kids, and she set up an event next weekend where parents can go and take their kids to get free shoes before they head off to school. That's going to be a massive brawl. That's awesome, though. That's like a cool story, right? Yeah, that is cool. I mean, that's a good thing. She did something good, so good for her. Good for uh, Carrie Jennings. That is uh, that's I don't good understand news. this. I feel all tingly inside. Should we stop? No, that's how you're supposed to feel. All right, guys. That is it. That is episode one. Or episode three, actually. Episode three. Episode three. Episode three. Episode one for the evening. We're doing two here tonight. We're at Barrel 239. There's Ashna. Yay! Give it up for Ashna. (laughs) This was delicious, by the way. Slow and low rock and ride. Barrel 239, downtown Winter Haven. Fantastic. I'm good. Thank you, though. Make sure you check out uh, Barrel 239 in Winter Haven if you're ever in the area. And listen to Crying in My Car, a podcast for teachers produced by myself, hosted by my good friend Devin Siebel. Thank you. DevinComedy.com. Got anything coming up that you want to tell the people all about? Other no, than I'm good. Tonight? DevinComedy.com. DevinComedy.com. You can find me on Instagram, Mike Lee on the radio. And you can find me uh, coming up in Ocala this Saturday night. I'll be awesome. there August 3rd. That's going to do it, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Barrel 239, one more time. Make some noise, everybody. Let them know that you're here.